Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail Jalali, and thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I'll be discussing all things me. This is just an intro to who I am, and I thought it'd be lovely for my listeners to get a glimpse of their lovely host. To be very honest, I don't really know who I am. What I mean is I'm still figuring out who I am and my life purpose, because I'm a teen. But the facts, I know those, like my age, my height, my grade, my likes, my dislikes... But I feel like there's four main things people should know about me. So stay tuned to hear about your host, Abigail. Let's learn more about me. The first most important thing you should know about me is my Kenyan heritage and Kenyan pride. I have a bunch of Kenyan bracelets on my arm, so if that's not a teller, I will talk about it. If you know me, you know I'm Kenyan. Um, A part of learning to love my heritage was learning to appreciate my name and accept the color of my skin and the complexities of my hair. As a kid, I always wanted to change my name and my hair type to be more Western so that I could fit in with my Caucasian peers. But now I wouldn't trade anything for my hair or the color of my skin and for sure not my name Abigail. I feel like my name holds a strength to it and I love it and I take pride in it. Um, Another part of Kenyan culture that I absolutely love is Kenyan food. Whether it's samosas, mboga, chapati, mandazi, strong tea, mokimo, sugarcane, passion fruit, uji, and yes, sometimes I can't even front. I do love ugali. I love Kenyan culture, I love the clothing, I love the music, I love the people. But I'll be the first person to admit that there are downsides to the Kenyan culture, as there are in every culture, and I will for sure dive deeper on this subject in a different episode. Because I have many Kenyan friends and African friends in general who I know for sure would love to sit down with me and discuss the beauties and curses of growing up in an African home within an American society. In the summer of 2022, I was able to go back to Kenya and see my family, and one of my favorite things was having, not having actually, not having to realize that I was black all the time. I felt a sense of belonging, and I loved it. I could turn left, I could turn right, and I saw myself and everyone, which seems dumb, but it's common growing up in the United States as an immigrant and feeling as though you will never belong, even if you try and assimilate. But... In Kenya, I felt like I could breathe for the first time, even though I had an American accent when I spoke English. I still felt like I was at home. The second most important thing to know about me is my love for music, which manifests itself in so many ways. Songwriting, playing guitar, playing a little piano that I know and listening to music. I quit piano because I don't I don't really know why. Sometimes I wish I didn't, but I'm okay with it because I, I feel like it's i can play chords that's fine that's all i need for now um songwriting is a huge part of who i am and it's what i dream of doing in the future because it's my passion being able to songwrite helps me de-stress and reflect a lot it's a big therapeutic tool for me um music in in general is a big part of my identity and who i am and people who are really really close to me know that um yeah i love i love music 
love it, love it, love it. And whoever doesn't, I'm sorry for you because you're not living. The third big thing about me is I love reading. One of my favorite books of all time, and I think everyone should read this book. It's a bit for more mature and older people. I did read it my um my junior year. And I feel like, yeah, I was an okay age to read it. I don't know if some people would agree that, yeah, it's more young adult not really an 11th grade book I don't know I don't really care but um it's called The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides and I'm pretty sure I said his last name wrong but that's fine um The Silent Patient is a good book I'm not gonna say or give a summary what it is because I suck at giving summaries but it is definitely a page turner you do not see the end coming at all you don't even see the middle coming out you don't see anything coming at all you just gotta read it um, some people who've read it say it has a slow start. I don't think so, because I've read books with even slower starts. Um, I'm pretty patient when it comes to slow starts, because I feel like those books that have slow starts sometimes are actually the best books ever. Another one of my favorites was uh, So Be It by Sarah Weeks, which is a book that my fifth grade teacher made us read, and I loved it, and I wish I could read it again. I haven't had time to reread it. I re- reread it over... A was it no it was like covid yeah but it made me um have more of an awareness of my um disabled peers around me and i think i needed that book that book was not just an enjoyable book but it was a growing moment as well it's more of an elementary level book and so was another one of my favorite books the one and only ivan by Catherine applegate that book has my heart my second grade teacher read this book to our class and I've read that book over and over again. It's honestly embarrassing because it's such a kid book. But I think what gravitates me to that book is I love books with um, animals and stories with animals and the use of emotions between animals and humans. Um, I think there's something beautiful about the connection between animals and humans because sometimes I think as a society we forget that animals do have emotions just like humans. And um, it's, it's cool to see those connections. Um, one of my favorite black authors is Kwame Alexander, and my favorite book of books of his are Crossover, Booked, and Solo. I love how Kwame Alexander is able to use a poetic structure and still cap- create a captivating, readable story that has depth to it. I love reading biographies, autobiographies, and recently I've been reading Elton John's autobiography, and for me it's been a page-turner. Um, I like autobiographies more than biographies because autobiographies... It's from that person's point of view. They get to control the narrative, which is something that I absolutely love and admire that they're taking that um, power and being like, no, that is my story and this is how it happened. Um, and last but not least, I am half deaf. I cannot hear in my left ear and it's something that saddens people when I tell them, but people need to understand that for as long as that I, I've lived or been aware of hearing, it's all I've ever known, and I'm comfortable with hearing in one ear. For me, it's not sad. It's something that just differentiates me from the rest of the crowd. Um, some people would never notice it at all, and some people, when I tell them, they're like, oh my god, that makes sense. And usually I tell people not because I struggle hearing them, hearing them, but more so because I want them to understand that I'm not ignoring you. Like, if we're in public and you're on my left side, I'm not going to hear you. I, you're, I'm not going to hear you. I'm not ignoring you. Trust me, I'm not. Truth be told, yes, I do have hearing aids, but they give me headaches and um, feel uncomfortable. So, um, when I wear them, I 
I feel like, like if that's what normal hearing is like, I don't want it. Like, me personally, I like having my one ear. I love my half deafness. Um, and those are all the important fun facts about me. What I love and just a gist of who I am. Um, the next segment of this episode will be caught red-handed. Now, on Caught Red-Handed, we will be discussing the headlining buzz and Twitter's thoughts on it. And then I'll be giving a little bit of what, what I think. So, uh, recently there's been big talk about Lori Harvey's new relationship, and if you haven't heard about it, you're not on the internet. Um, so, uh, there's many opinions on Twitter, but for the privacy of Twitter users, I will not be using their account names. I will just read their opinions. There's extreme haters that say stuff like, she's a relationship hoe. And then there's the side that feels as though her actions are justified. Um, a certain user said, Lori Harvey is just, uh, Lori Harvey does regular dating things for women her age. It's just her lineup is not the average person, which it shouldn't be. So this is what I have to say. To be very honest with you guys, I think that Lori gets an insane amount of hate and the people that have negative opinions about these are people who are mad that they will not and are not in the same position to do as they please the way Lori Harvey is able to but haters will always hate um she's a young woman in her early 20s dating around and if that is her choice let her be um also um I don't understand why people are on Twitter having opinions about relationships when um they're probably not in a relationship themselves or they're probably just jealous i find it crazy how like jealousy can drive us as a society to point out things in other people that really should be pointed out within ourselves so those are my thoughts on it um i think they're a cute couple we'll see if they last and yeah that that is what we have on today's segment of caught red handed And the last segment of today's episode is the shout out of the week. Now that we're onto the shout out of the week, um, the shout out I wanted to give out was to a specific movie that has, um, I think, I, I love this movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's received 11 nominations for the Oscar nominations of 2023. For those who have not watched this movie, Everything thing everywhere all at once is about an interdimensional rapture that unravels reality an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering danger from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance um i watched this movie over the summer with my cousin um my oldest cousin and then my two younger siblings it was a very interesting movie i think that the graphics are oh my god out of this world that characters are very complex you know you almost at first you're you're siding with this person and the next second you're siding with this person you almost don't know where to go um some of the nominations that this movie has received are best actress in leading role best director and best picture um so it goes without saying congratulations to the cast and everyone involved in the movie everything everywhere all at once and with that that's a wrap 
on taking the hot seat with Abigail. Stay tuned for more conversations.